Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Party Talk, where we empower leaders in youth drug prevention. And today I'm hanging out with Brian Wall. Uh, I met this dude on LinkedIn, and he seemed super interesting. I'm following his posts and just blown away by the content that he's on there. And by the way, I meet a lot of people on LinkedIn. So if you're listening to this and you're not on it, you can learn a ton. But Brian, how are you today? I'm good, brother. Thanks for uh, ebbing and flowing with me so we can find time to meet. I appreciate you being flexible. Yeah, no worries. Hey, there's nothing wrong with being busy, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and my busy is uh, worrying about that. Well, I'm not worrying about the kids. The kids are worrying about it being too hot outside right now. I'm like, who worries about this kind of stuff? You got a little kiddie pool out there. Fill it up and jump in, man. What are you talking about? <laughs> That's what the pool's for. I'm complaining out there right now. I'm like, I'm trying to eat ribs before I jump on with Jake, man. Don't bother me right now. Come on, man. Get in the pool. You're not hated. <laughs> right? There are worse things. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. So, Brian, tell me more about you and what you're doing. Uh, I know you're in the addiction field and recovery, but yeah, in your own words, just kind of tell us a little bit about you. Yeah, long story, man. I feel like I try, always try to recap this or, or summarize it in a way that makes good sense, and it never does, but I'll give it another shot today. Um, been in the field for over two decades across four countries, and I'm licensed as a mental health counselor and a, a, pro, a professional counselor in mental health counselor in Florida, professional counselor in uh, South Carolina, addiction counselor as well in both, and uh, qualified supervisor in both. So uh, that's kind of where where my um, journey has brought me to uh, present date, but um, you know that that experience over uh, two decades across four countries has has been uh, included um, all levels of care and give me a lot of great insight in in learning what it is that folks need to get to feeling better. And so I've now taken that into Wings Recovery Online, and that's what I do as a private practice and hoping to help folks um and on, on that uh, in that capacity and and so do that uh, full time now and. I uh, do a lot of podcasts and stuff just because I, I love to spread the word and, and bring awareness. And so this is just another one of those opportunities. And I appreciate you allowing me to do it, brother. Absolutely. So in your experience, you know, to get decades across four countries, is that is that all from the perspective someone needed help, you know, quitting a substance use disorder, like and and getting better and getting healed from that? Or was there a different job that you were doing then? Yeah. So it's um I gosh, I started as a behavioral health tech bottom level, worked my way up, uh, you know, did a lot of crisis intervention stuff and then uh, became licensed, finished my graduate degree and then led a mobile crisis team for a psychiatric hospital, inpatient psychiatric facility uh, for about seven years. And then uh, led me to doing residential work in Costa Rica, Dominican Republic, Panama, uh, and then also in the U.S. as well. And so uh, all levels of care, all uh, an array of diagnoses and anything from, uh, you know, your, your simple, I don't want to say simple, but, you know, base level depression to more complex psychosis, uh, influenced, uh, diagnoses and, and then on into, um, addiction as well. Addiction is something that I, I cling to just because something I've struggled with all my life as well. And, and something that I have to keep in check. And so got a, a an, an adventure of my own without a journey that's led me to, become the, I feel like the man that I am today. And I, I don't um, take back a lot of the poor decisions i made, Wish I would have made them a little different maybe and not hurt some people that are hurt. But at the same time, I think I cleaned it up pretty well and learned quite a bit from, from those mistakes. And it's led me to guide folks in the right way today. So no complaints, I guess God's plan. Yeah. Amen. And that's the, that's the thing is like to expect that anyone's going to go throughout life without those mistakes is you like that's a good perspective to have that hey they served a purpose 
and unfortunately hurt some people along the way. But yeah. now, you can, now you can make sure that other people and be helpful so that other people don't have to repeat them or can yeah. learn from them. I hope. Uh, right. It's it's a generational thing. You know, I, I think that our parents said that to us and hopefully we're learning throughout each generation how to influence a little bit better. So uh, hope we're all better. Better, not bitter. <laughs> yeah, better, not bitter. I like yeah. that. And just real quick too, I want to ask about about the wing program that you have is so is someone who is struggling will come to you and you can be an online coach or what is the online program that you're that you're running right now yeah so it's all through telehealth and uh obviously see folks i'm I'm not paneled with anybody yet with with um, insurance companies i'm i'm honestly one of those guys that kind of i mean i think it's great to have insurance and all that i have insurance i think there's benefits to it but there's a lot of in my opinion, really ridiculous, ridiculous requirements that they, they, um, they, they demand, uh, right. to get reimbursed by them. And a lot of times it's not the same reimbursement that I get from private practice. So I'm hesitant to get, um, credential, uh, in, in some areas I'm, I'm still toying with that because, uh, I've honestly been praying about it, mm-hmm. trying to figure out what God's plan is for that. Uh, I don't, I don't know where I'm at with that right yet, but I do think that there's a lot of, uh, a lot of um, rigmarole and a bureaucracy that um, I'm not so much in agreement upon because it, it hinders the process to actually care for people, in my opinion. And so that's a for me. But yeah. um, the wings away is is what I call it, and it's an opportunity to join my tribe. You know, it's a it's it's me bringing folks into my family uh, system and taking care of them as such, and. And it's more addiction related and specific to teens and young young adults. I think that's where my gift is mostly. Although I've, I've dealt with folks across the board um, of all ages, all diagnoses, and and still have an array of of clients that don't fit that that I just uh, described. They're they're across the board, but um, all telehealth. I have international clients. If it's uh, Florida or South Carolina, then I I piggyback on my license. If it's anything out outside of that, then I I take more of a life coach approach. Okay. Very cool. Then I'm glad you brought that up is that you work with, you know, teens and young adults because yeah. that's where I really wanted to pick your brains. And now that we know kind of your background, I would love to, I want to learn something from you while we're hanging out, you know, Man, the- I hope I can offer something. That's <laughs> a lot of pressure. Yeah. Well, Hey, you will, you, you've got two decades. <laughs> you know. I hope so. I hope so. We're just people first, man. I can only speak from my own experiences and things I've gained from clients, you know, it's really cool that you spend so much time with clients and, you know, they're looking at me to guide them. And I, I, I learned so much from the people that I spend time with on a daily basis. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. Well, I think that's where most of our experience comes from. We can learn yeah. from a book, we can learn from a computer, but those stories and those connections, that's what really lasts. That's yeah. what, you know, you really, really learn from. So I, I want to ask you just like this, the simple question of when, yeah. When somebody comes to you, let's say a youth or a young adult, and they're struggling, what's your goal as far as you're taking them and maybe they have some a certain array of of challenges? And then what's what's your kind of steps or what is your goal to bring them to that new place where they feel like you help them? Yeah. Um, what do you see students deal with? And then where are you wanting to take them? Yeah. So it's really interesting that a lot of folks are, you know, you come to, and I have an addiction issue. Okay, well, well, that's one thing. That's a big umbrella, right? What does that mean to you? You know, so picking that apart, and and when you deal with teens and young adults, a lot of times the the parents are in the mix, and honestly, getting the parents out of the mix is quite beneficial. 
uh, I think it, 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 it allows for and not, not discounting them or, or they can't have any influence. I'm not saying that by any means, but, yeah. but getting them to getting the teen or the younger, young adult to a place where they, they feel like they have a say in the process. A lot of times they feel overpowered or, um, guided or controlled by mom and dad. And, and that's frustrating. I get that. And so they're in that place where they're young adults, really, even if they're a teen, they're kind of moving into young, young adulthood. And, and so there's that independence, that autonomy, and, and, and that needs to be taught. It needs to be gifted. It needs to be modeled and that sort of thing. So a lot of times mom and dad have a hard time doing that because they're super scared. I have kids. I get it. And they don't want to let go. And that hinders the process and oftentimes creates obstacles that don't need to be there. So um, doing a lot of coaching with the parents to uh, give them the confidence they need to step aside and let me take them take the wheel that's that's a big part of what I do um, while letting the teen and um, young adult believe that they have the will. I'm not saying they don't, but it's kind of a co-pilot sort of situation uh, early on and, and better understanding where they feel like their, their struggles are, what they're, you know, mom and dad are going to describe it, whatever they're going to, whatever way they're going to describe it. But what do you really feel like is going on? You know, and it's always different and it's never in line with mom and dad. It's never like, Oh, I do too much cocaine. Oh, no, I think my dad hates me. Okay, I get that, right? So I understand how that's going to lead you to do some of these things that mom and dad don't like. Well, let's look at the core stuff, and let's start picking that apart and see where that takes us. And so I use, I try to get to know the client. Um, I, I try to try to work a lot on strengths. Um, I know we've heard that a lot, but it works. I, I think it makes sense. You know, we it focuses on the positives, not the negatives, um, and work on those strengths and use those to um, – dig a hole in the right direction and they've been digging a hole in the wrong direction for a long time. So getting that momentum turned back the other way and using that to better understand themselves, understand the core beliefs, their values and how that can play to getting them going in the right direction um, of authenticity and who am I really? And that's really what they're trying to figure out when they're, they're this age. Right. So, um, and it's scary. And so that's, that's really kind of my, the wings way, I think, is is just um, walking them through that process. And there's a number of different ways I do that. It just depends on the individual and their struggles and what the family system makeup is, et cetera. But um, using all that in a way to uh, get them back on the right track, if that makes sense. Okay. No, it definitely does. And I think of, you know, the people who will listen to this is it's that school counselor, that principal, or somebody who is social worker and the person from the coalition who's going into schools and they're saying, hey, we have a problem where students are vaping and using THC and all these things. And so it's probably scary for, for those people to say, all right, now I've got to take away from my expertise and now I got to become a counselor or a student in crisis and I need to help them. Is you're kind of doing that too, though, is like yeah. there's a student in crisis and their parents are telling you one thing because they think they're in crisis too and they kind of are. Right. Um, but you have you know, two entities here and you're like, hey, we need to focus on the student figure out what your perspective is because there's legitimate reasons why you're using. And I'm curious if there's any, any tips or anything that you've learned to help that, to help the student feel safe around you. Like they can open up and share those things with you. Like, how do you do that? Man, I think a lot of it is the fact that I'm kind of a doofus. <laughs> okay. I'm just a real dude. I've been through a lot of stuff. Uh, I was a cocaine addict for seven years, cracked the whole nine was seeing folks in individual counseling while I was jacked up on crack. I mean, it's like, I've been there the darkest of the dark, 
you know? I'm a mess. I've just gotten to the point where I covered up a little better than I used to. That's blanket. I, I'm, healed. I'm healed and I'm better. I'm, I'm trying to be funny. But I mean, I, I've been through a lot of stuff and I think that it, it, it gets to a place where when I, when I, when I, um, when I introduce myself and I usually, you know, if I'm, I'm talking to teens, I wear my earrings and I don't know, that means something to teens for some reason, whatever it works, it costume jewelry, I'll take it. Whatever works is, is what I'm into. So, um, after I introduce and t I kind of tell my story a little bit, uh, I, I think it just softens the room up. And, and I think part of it is just rapport building. And some of that is what you can learn. And some of it's God given, you know, and I think there's a God given gift there for me. I don't flaunt it. It's just the way God wired me and I use it for good, not evil. But um, I want to help people. I want to get them to feel comfortable around me. And I want to get to talking to stuff that matters, having real conversations about real stuff. And, and that's kind of what I do. I just kind of play Brian. It's a Brian role, you know, I just kind of do me. And, and if there's something in the room that doesn't feel right or sound right, then I call it out. Like, Hey, you feel uncomfortable around me? Like what's so uncomfortable? You want to get out of here? You want to go for a walk? You want to like, what, what's, what are you after? You know? Um, if I'm doing in person, if you're doing telehealth stuff, then it's just kind of a different conversation. And I've learned to make that work for me in the, in the favor of the, of the client. Okay. Very cool. So what, what I'm hearing that's maybe even helpful for me is if I'm in that situation, I mean, number one, it's just being authentically who you are, you know, showing up and then also just not to come from that place of, oh, Hey, I'm here to help you. You're, you're almost, um, you're practicing humility. You're taking yourself, yes. Hey, I'm the doctor. You know, or I'm the counselor to, hey, I'm just like you, like yeah. hang and chat. Uh, and it takes the edge off of the student, which you kind of, like you said, you kind of do it naturally because that's who you are. Yeah. Some of that stuff, even if you're not naturally that way, it could be a conscious choice to say, all right, I'm not going to wear the tie and the belt and the fancy shoes today. Yes. Yes. Like I'm going to wear the regular shoes when I go in. <laughs> And meet with Dude, just show up, show up, and meet people where they're at. You know, it's like I do. I go out of my way. You know, the hardest thing I do is not playing counselor. Yeah. That takes up a lot of my time. You know, like just not being who I've been hired to be. It's really interesting, but it's like I try not to be in the room. Honestly, you know, I'm a Christian and I, I do a lot of praying through a lot of uh, sessions, and it's just kind of like God. You know, let me not be in the room. Like just be there and and get this person to open up and meet them where they're at. Let them feel comfortable and see your face hear your voice, feel your touch. I don't care what they term that as, but just let them feel comfortable in this space and allow me to do the work that you called me to do. Yeah, that's incredible. Honestly, I mean, being a Christian myself, I've had moments where I went into meetings with students and I had to do it. They knew they had to do it. And it was super awkward. And I just had to like pray quick. So like, this is not going to go well. Right. <laughs> And then it turned into this magnificent moment where you, you know, like I actually heard a year later that student saying, I was, I was going to commit suicide and our time spending time together, praying together, me getting to share with you. Like I didn't do it. And I'm so thankful. Yeah. Yes. Life is different. And so yes. I can attest to you. I mean, even if you're not a Christian, the evidence in, in faith, in prevention and addiction, you can't argue with the numbers and how impactful it is. And yeah. so I just, I try to help people like at least be open to it. Yeah. Amen. I, um, I remember there's so many times I used to work with the uh, federal bureau of prisons and department of corrections in um, a couple of States. And it's really interesting. I can't tell you how many times I've met with um, folks that, you know, just after um, conviction and 
uh, sentencing, et cetera. And, and sometimes big sentence, sometimes small. And, and it's like, um, you know, some, uh, most of the time, you know, one of the icebreakers that I, I tended to use was like, man, this sucks. You screwed up, bro. You screwed up big. Right. I mean, like, are you scared out of your mind right now or what? Like, dude, you screwed up. Wow. Good news is I'm your best ticket out. All right. So check this out. You pair with me. Let's do this together. We're going to journey together. I'm not going to leave you. I'm not going to forsake you. That sounds religious, doesn't it? Okay. Be yeah. careful. You know, I do these little jokes here and there, but it's like, hey, man, look, we're going to do this together. We're going to figure this out. You landed here for a reason. We got matched up for a reason. I'm good at what I do. Let's just do it together. Let's journey together. We're co-pilots here. Let's make this happen. Let's get you through this. Learn something from it so it doesn't happen again and see where it takes us. Okay? Frustrated or not, let's just do this together and agree that we're going to be on the same island together. Deal? Can we just do this? Can't get around it, right? So let's just do it. Wow. Here we go. You know? <laughs> That's cool. Hey, and can... <laughs> right. Honestly, I, I would probably write that down as my... Like, all right, those are the steps. Like, I need to just call it out. <laughs> what's happening in the room, even if it sounds crazy. And I love... Yeah. Just have the confidence, have the goofiness like you just shared. Like, you're kind of goofy. You're making fun of yourself. You're talking about the situation. Like, let's just point it out. That is... Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. It's almost like, so in speaking, the same stuff happens when I do assemblies is I'm not dressing up to impress anybody. I'm going to humiliate myself, take myself down a peg. You know, I don't need to be the, the smart speaker. I'm going to share something humiliating. And then same thing is like, I'm going to pop the bubble of what they expect to happen in this presentation. And that lets everybody breathe out. Yeah. All right. We're yeah. just in this together. Let's have some fun. Yes be here in the room for the next 45 minutes why don't we just have a good time yeah and we're all human and we're all screw-ups if you haven't screwed up yet it's coming trust me <laughs> yeah. and i was like i screwed up last night okay i'm 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 the target today okay whatever but trust me your day's coming because we're all imperfect by nature it just is what it is you know so how do we use that as a strength how do we play into that and make it work in our favor that's what i'm after okay very cool and how do you, uh, I'll ask you one more question before we, yeah. we got to go up, but what's something you're learning right now that you're excited about, or maybe that you're sharing with people that kind of lights you up or yeah, you'd just be pumped to share with us. Yeah. I love ice plunge stuff. I'm an ice plunge guy. I love that kind of concept. It, it boosts your feel good chemical serotonin and dopamine by 250% uh, percent, up to three hours of residual, residual after the use, whether it be in the shower or, or full plunge in a tub. Um, increases uh, testosterone, um, increases your immune system. Um, it's an anti-inflammatory. It's super incredible stuff. So I love ice sponge stuff. I love really practical um, things that we can do as people that that work. You know, a lot of times um, I was listening to Huber, Huberman Lab the other day, and it's like uh, we talk about breathe in and breathe out and all this. And it's like that's great and it's helpful, but the most effective way to decrease anxiety is to take a breath in and then a quick one in and then out. So like that's the most effective way to do it. It's been proven in research. So a lot of this breathe in, breathe out, it's not as effective, right? So I always want to learn what is the most effective way to get me where I want to be. I want to definitely point people to a couple of things that I saw on your page and then yeah. give you give you a chance to share how people can connect with you. You got it. I just want to bring something up. I saw you post that uh, is just pretty cool. 
It says a dozen things to say to your kids at bedtime. Um, and I'll just read off a few of them. You're exactly, you're exactly who this family needs. You worked so hard on this today. Did anything surprise you today? I love the person that you are. You kept trying and it got easier. Uh, what's one thing you'd like me to know? Nothing could change how much I love you. If you want to read the rest of them, uh, they're, they're on your page. I think you shared it. Uh, so connect with Brian on LinkedIn. Hear about all his stuff, his experiments, his research, his company. Uh, but how can people stay in touch with you if they're kind of resonate where you're going or they know people that, you know, that need help with, with what you offer? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm super active on LinkedIn. I'm taking a week off right now. Um, mm -hmm. A social media break. I felt like I needed that. I was getting too caught up in things. It's starting to clutter my mind, honestly, bro. So I was just like, dude, I could take a week off, you know? Um, we got a marketing guy and he's just like, all right, it's fine. You can take a week off, you know? So I took a week off um, and it's been great. I've been trying to stay off of social media this week and just kind of clear my mind and, and kind of recenter myself. But um, I do a lot of stuff on LinkedIn. Um, you can find me there, Brian K. Wall. Uh, do a trilogy series, um, Mental Health Monday, Wellness Wednesday, and Phoenix Friday for Addiction. Uh, also active on Instagram at wings underscore recovery, wings recovery online. Also the same on Facebook, but you can find me on Facebook at uh, Brian Wall. If you want to reach me directly uh, via email, you're welcome to do so at wallbehavioralhealth at gmail.com. Okay, that's great. Hey, thanks for the conversation. This was awesome for me. I hope that you had a good time and got to share what you needed. Rock and roll, man. Thanks for having me, Jake. You take care, brother. Have a good weekend. Yeah, you too. Thanks to Brian Wall for being on the show. I hope you enjoyed it. And be empowered. Do great work this week. And we'll see you next time next Monday for another episode. If you haven't already, subscribe to the show, leave us a note and let us know who you want.